What up, y'all? I'm Rajay. And I'm Shy, and welcome to the RXS Podcast. The podcast where we provide inspiration, motivation, and information to the music community. Gang, 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 gang. gang. Yeah. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? Artistry. Mm. Creativity. And entrepreneurship. Let's go. We out here. Let's we go. We heavy out here. Um, this young man is really dope. He's really talented. And um, I think he speaks for a lot of um creatives. Okay. So I think this is gonna be a very interesting, insightful, and um motivating pod. So y'all enjoy the show. Peace. Peace. What up, good people? We are in here with Rashad McNeil. What's good, man? What's up, man? How, How are you? you? I'm good. I'm Another, good. Another are you from Wilson? I am. I'm proud of Wilson, but I'm ready to go. For real? Why, yeah. man? Why are you ready to go? I think I've developed and grown as much as I could here, so it's more opportunity outward. Yeah. Stuff, so. But I made sure to be patient and take my time. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that. What is it like, or how was it growing up in Wilson? Uh, So growing up in Wilson, it's five of us um, that I grew up with. Me, I don't know if you know, I'm Ty and Jay's brother, the oldest and stuff, and my sister, Ronita, and my youngest, uh, Chris. And stuff. So, yeah, we're all musical and stuff. So a story that I always tell, my dad is like musician. So pieces of all of us just in one and stuff. Yeah. So when we, you know, like start showing interest in music and stuff, he was like, what do you want to do? Because he can start giving us lessons. And I think my grandma, she was the one like, you need to put them kids in something, you know, yeah. something you got all this talent. So, of course, me, like I'm, I've always been so focused on like the artist side, like yeah. the singers and stuff. And I didn't really dive into the background of the musical part. Yeah. So I'm thinking like Jackson 5, Michael Jackson. I was like, I want to sing, you know. Yeah. And so with Ty, J&M, you know, Ty was crazy on the sax j bass um all that stuff and i was just focusing on writing and vocals and stuff but ain't gonna go to it but later on like i started realizing i needed the music side too you know stuff because i got songs in my head like productions i know how i want the keys the drums but i cannot (laughs) produce it so at first you automatically wanted to sing because they were playing or you already knew like I know how to sing. Just to focus on like some of my favorite artists. And okay. Stuff. So yeah, like starting out, I was like a super super church kid and stuff. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> so you know, like five, six. I'm like, all I want to do is do church music. You know, you play <laughs> church on the steps and everything. Because like my grandma Ida Hamilton, I don't know if you know her, but um, yeah. yeah, like so I was just raised in church and stuff. That's all I wanted. So I remember my cousin, my older ones, like during the summer, he's play right. I don't want to play none of that. I want to listen to that. Like you know, just like oh, so super, you super, was super like super saved. Yeah. Yeah, and stuff. Um, but I had um around like middle school, fourth grade, going into fifth, sixth or whatever, I kind of got exposed to RB. And I remember I went over to one of my friends' house, like that I was getting to know, and her um his older sister was in the room. You know how you just kind of come chill in the older siblings' room. Yeah. And she was playing like, all these songs and stuff. And you know how you just kind of looking like, you know, and they were like, You don't you don't know who this this is, you know, like did it every step, all those things. So, yeah. so I heard them. But I just didn't really know, like, what was this artist's name? Who was this person? But the way it made me feel and stuff, it was different. Like, I appreciate the church, but it just, like, I feel like gospel and, you know, church music, it's a personal relationship with God, which is great, and I still love that. But R&B allows you to connect with the world and people. You know what I mean? Like, through marriages I, and I, love. And- I definitely know what you mean. I was just <clears throat> um, talking about the fact that... Um, there's a certain level of expression that you are allowed to have in R&B that you automatically 
can't have in gospel. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's just like an unspoken rule, mm-hmm. but certain parts of life people don't talk about yeah. in gospel. Mm-hmm. But it's like I'm a whole person. Yeah. That all the things you experience in life, and you know, even now, you know, because it's secular music, you know, and stuff. So you're going to hell. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. little backstory with that. So you know, as I started listening to more R and B, like the first albums that I got, that I just like dove into, which just kind of helped me learn like harmony, like learn my tone and my voice and stuff is a little bit higher. So some of the deeper people I can identify. So it was more so female singing stuff, but like Mariah Carey, Brandy, Music Soul Child. Um, I think his second album, I can't remember which one it was. And um, Mary 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 had like that new kind of sound that was kind of you that know. was not. <clears throat> I, I, hey, listen, I be talking about that too because like when I learned the story of <clears throat> Warren Campbell, it made it make sense. It's mm-hmm. like Mary Mary really not a gospel. Group. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they are. They created they, a shift. Yeah, it's like they not a gospel group they just got gospel they just mm-hmm. like got jesus lyrics <laughs> hey oh man but it's true simply because simply because for people who don't know because mm-hmm. a lot of people were trying to figure that out and when i when i first saw mary mary i'm like i ain't never seen no gospel artists do no music video that won't in no sanctuary mm-hmm. with choir <laughs> so something is different and then when i looked up more and i'm like hey He's not a gospel guy. Mm-hmm. So automatically, he's not doing artistry and production from a gospel mind, yeah. even though it's Jesus lyrics. Right, right. Yeah, I just listened to like a whole podcast on everything R&B money with yes, Eminem. So Lord. that was like pure gold. So, yes, so that's finding his background, like it makes sense. Yes, yeah. yes. So yeah, I identify with all of that. So like, you know, harmonies with Destiny's Child, like writings on the wall, just like singing the stuff yeah. and learning how to you know, do that. And then like crazy thing I never knew, like Mariah Carey is like one of my biggest favorite, favorite yeah. ones and stuff. So um, I was like, the way the songs made me feel and just like, how can I create this? You know? So, you know, you start singing along with stuff and then like gradually start creating things. You remember three way when your mom like, get off the phone, you know, but yeah. sitting there on notebooks and me and my friends just having like little writing sessions and stuff. So that's how the R&B started to develop and stuff. So did yeah. you feel convicted in any way? Did you feel like guilty at first? Great like- story. I did not. <laughs> so my mom, you know, they were here like, you know, of course, like you got your old school boom box when you have to hit record and stuff. The, yeah. All the songs like, I'm real. Little yeah. Ja Rule and all that stuff. So it was just like playing, playing. I would like write down the lyrics because at the time, you know, printing and also yeah. big. So I remember one time my mom and them came and set me down <laughs> in the kitchen. And, you know, they was like, you know, start preaching a little bit, you know, about secular music and stuff and the spirits and things that it allows into. But one of the biggest songs at the moment, I remember I used it for example, but I was like, if God is love, you know, I always look at it like a canvas and a painting. If you have a gift, it doesn't always have to be like, oh, you're only anointed or gifted just because you have to do gospel, but it's expressing anyway, just like a painter. So if God gives you paint, you might want to paint trees and animals. It don't just have to be Jesus. We love Jesus, you know, but it's the expression of the gift. Yeah, that's real. Don't cancel me. <laughs> you definitely canceled. <laughs> but no, it's a it is a it's a good point. Like art and gifts. You don't just have to sing gospel to glorify God. Mm-hmm. There's a limitation in gospel music when it comes to expressing certain things. Right. I wish that wasn't true, but it's true. Right. So to a person like yourself who <laughs> wants to sing about life in its totality, you can't really do that in gospel. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I remember one of the examples I told my mom, like, I don't know if you remember, like, Boys and Men, The Color of Love. Yeah. So I was like, song's so beautiful. I was actually listening to it today, but I was like, how can this be the devil? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And stuff. So I kind of, I've always been, like, very intellectual, so I would throw some questions back, and it was kind of like, yeah, it ain't really answer, you know? So, you know, they let me listen to it, but of course, you know, you do have to be careful with anything you do. Like, it can be certain things in music and stuff, but I feel Absolutely. like from the spirit of the person that creates it, you know? That's yeah, because from. that's a whole nother conversation <clears throat> because you... There are some gospel artists <laughs> who you better be careful listening mm-hmm. to because, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's like when you, when, you really, when you really break it down, when you really break it down, it's about intent. Mm-hmm. And art is art, gifts are gifts. Whatever your intent is, that'll resonate. Right, it will. And it'll, it'll be very obvious. Yeah. So we know that there are certain secular songs that are OD. Mm-hmm. We do know that. We do mm-hmm. know there's certain things you ain't going to play in front of your kids. Right. Well, but it ain't, all, it ain't all It ain't all the devil, though. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's certain times and places for, you know, certain <laughs> things and stuff. So, yeah. And stuff, so. so, did your did your mom and your people ever get to the place where they were okay or they just kind of, like, accepted I, it? Did, I, or Maybe in between, you know, because they let me do it. And, you know, I know my mom, she came in one time, I was listening to something, and she was like, I remember I used to, you know, listen to the radio and write down my favorite songs and stuff, you know, so it, it was okay. So, you know, and I remember, like, some of the nostalgia, like, um, memories of being able to go to Target or something, get out of school at Kmart, which is gone now. But, you know, like, your parents, like, mom, give them the CD. Yeah. And that whole experience I hate with streaming now because that's something I'm trying to incorporate into when I'm doing it. I actually just got my physical copies, like, yeah. and stuff, so I get you one of those. But yeah. I don't know if you remember, but you used to go and listen at the school, open up the book, and it was just, like, a physical thing, you know. Yes. And then my photography side and videography, I appreciate the visuals, you yes. know, and stuff. So now it's just, like, click and stream, but you don't really get the art. Yeah. Visual and stuff. So, yeah. So, you get to the point where you're writing <clears throat> lyrics down, you're learning songs, you learn that you connect with this music. When do you get to the place where you start writing your own song? Um, I think kind of in between it with trash, but <laughs> <laughs> it was something. You know, we all got to, you know, start somewhere. Um, But now looking back, I mean, they, they're cute songs and stuff. And I'm so embarrassed because, like, you know, I used to burn CDs and stuff and I used yeah. to give them to my friends in high school and even now that I'm where I am now I have some people like yeah I still got your CD I'm like burn it like I don't know I might have to go back and check it it might not be as bad yeah. as I remember it but you know slowly then it was development and stuff and so I just I love music you know like our whole household it was musical yeah. and stuff so I used to take Ty and Jay to pro music and Bree and them and you know Miss Atlas all of those um, people so you know we just all developed in the same yeah. house so first a little squeaking squonking and all this stuff and I was sounding crazy but you know you develop and grow so now yeah. like all of them are so amazing so so what <clears throat> do you remember the first song that you wrote that you actually liked like um, where you were like oh no nah, I'm straight now I had to listen to them I, I wrote so many um I can't remember specifically that I actually might give me like a project to go in and yeah. research some stuff, but I used to give it to, you know, the girls like, oh, listen to this song, ooh, check this ooh, out and stuff. So, oh, oh, because if they like it, we in there. Or something, yeah. That's, so. that's the test right there. <laughs> that's, that's how we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they liked it, you know, and stuff. So um, I can't remember specifically, but that's how it, it started and stuff. So then the only thing I remember that, that was harder, which I know you probably know because we're from the same area, and I'm not sure if it's just a triangle or just Wilson, but... 
I feel like musicians, you know, everybody started heavy in the church, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. But me having a passion for R&B, well, I'm a singer, <laughs> you know. And um, so that's why I think a lot of people like know my brothers like Jay and Ty because they yeah. started playing in the churches and stuff like yeah. that. You know, and I'm listening to Usher, Let It Burn, like, where can I sing my song, <laughs> you know, and stuff and write my songs and stuff. And at the time, like, it's so amazing. Now, I don't know if it's development or we were just so young, we couldn't drive out. But now you have like open mic yeah. things in Raleigh <clears throat> and um. Different locations and stuff that more that's more accessible. Yeah, so yeah, that that is a good point because there's a church on every corner. (coughs) And Mm -hmm. back then, when we were growing up, we didn't know about no open mics. Mm -mm. Were there any? Nah. Hey, hey, you remember Christian Connection though? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I actually Yeah now I could sneak in Some Christmas songs You know I could do that You know Just a little in between Or um, yeah. a little Whitney Houston I look to you Every now and then During the anniversary So uh, Yeah So yeah. Those are some of the That was actually A banging spot Yeah it I was I wanted to bring something Yo I was mad like When that. it closed I was like Yo this yeah. joke is fire bro. I think it was ahead Of his time Like yeah, now it was. it was So fit in the, yeah. in the time frame So yeah So tell me about the first album you recorded? Um, so the first album I recorded and put out is this one. You know? Wow. Um, so this is like a little crazy thing. Like, So I'm like, my, you know how people have like Michael Jordan as a favorite person yeah. and stuff? So as far as artists, like I always like love to watch like Beyonce and her development. So you can hear that a lot in this whole story. And they're also Usher and stuff because they kind of combine like entertainment with good vocals, you know, and just the whole package of an image. Yeah. And so, so even now, like when I'm going to the gym, I just study concerts and just watch it. So <sighs> like, even though it wasn't heavy on the musician side, like I'm starting to play guitar and stuff now because I have so many songs that I want to create, but I always had to call my brother Jay yeah. and a quick insider with that, how we start, you know, I have the melody. I know how I want the melody or the tempo or maybe yeah. the key or something. And, you know, sibling, siblings yeah. just get it. So Jay can always just like, yeah. Put out what I'm trying to explain, which I've tried. I think you had a post before when you talking about finding a producer yeah. and an artist. It's hard. It's yeah. hard. Oh, let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. What makes it? Before we talk about it, we're going to take a quick break. Mm-hmm. All right, tell me this. What makes it hard? What makes it hard, I know from my personal experience, is like I already know a certain aesthetic and quality that I want and stuff. And all the things I literally hear the whole production. I actually had somebody ask, you know, like, they're like, man, I know you got a crazy engineer in the production team, but I'm, it's me, you know, it's some of me too, you know, because if you take me out and even even though you hire those people, which they are amazing now, like, you know, my brother, um, Jay Swain, and a guy named Will um, Anderson. So, Mm -hmm. It took me forever, and I'll introduce them a little bit more um, later on, but um, it took me forever to find somebody because the thing was everything was so churchy. So when I wanted some of my songs... They sounded like church. You would go to producers, <clears throat> no offense out. to them, yeah. but they sounded like church It songs. gave me church, and I was like, this is not what I'm trying to put out. Like Even my song, if you check it out, 21 Questions and stuff, I was just like, I'm goofy. So while the guy was playing, I was just sitting there like... 
just doing a little church. Yeah, yeah because that's, that's yeah, how it gave me it gave me that. So I like even live arranging. I'm not sure you some content that I have um, yeah. and stuff, but um, it took forever. So I got one person. I think I actually hit you up, but right before we could really get yeah. as far as I wanted, so I found it like my magic trio, yes. you know, and stuff. So. Yeah, so um, one of you know was churchy. One person, one person, the quality wasn't quite quite there. Yeah. And I appreciate everybody, but I knew that's why I was so tight on holding on to my content because it's something that's gonna be forever. You know, when you look yeah. up artists, YouTube content is gonna be forever, and I didn't want it sounding like trash, yeah, you know, yeah. and stuff. So um, I had some things, and I did cover songs and stuff. But like until recently, like this project I worked on took four years. Some of the songs might be like five years old or something like that. So I finally got. I met um my guy named Will mm-hmm. Anderson, super super amazing. Like he specializes like in the pop sound, yeah. and my sound is kind of like pop and R and B. Yeah. So like even though like with Mariah and Usher and them, I like Maroon Five. I yes. like Coldplay. You know Jonas Sheesh. Brothers. Yes. You know all that that kind of stuff. So I it took forever to find my sound. Cause I was like, what is my sound and what yeah. is the content that I wanted to do. You know, so um, I, I found my guy Will specializes in pop. Um, my brother Jay, of course, he did, we like the skeleton. Like we yeah. start everything start acoustic or piano, and I'm like, you know, just a mixing area. And then we um, my other guy, I met I met, I met him. He like super good in the subs, like trap sounds yeah. and stuff. So I was like, if I can take y'all and we and build this make, team, that yeah. is very brilliant. Yeah, that's brilliant. Mm-hmm. So then you get the best of all of what they specialize in yeah. and you put it together. To yeah, and it's even sound. combos like even in the credits and stuff like it'd be like my more pop songs you you know Will is going to be on that and Jay is kind of at the core of everything because that's how we build it. Yeah. And you know you go into the more trap sounds it's, it's Jay yeah. Swain. So yeah. So that's Jay how I got that. <laughs> shout, mm-hmm. shout out to the 252. Mm-hmm. We out here in this piece. Yep, yep. Hey, so I want to talk to you more about this whole thing of like studying artists mm-hmm. because you from Wilson, mm-hmm. this quartet, mm-hmm. it's Holy Ghost power like a bug. <laughs> it's my quartet in church. Yeah. Hey, yo, look, 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 look. So you get to the place where you only, you all Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You go to your friend house, they play R&B. That still ain't pop though. Where did that come it, from? I don't. Well, you know what? Honestly, if you think about Usher and yeah, Beyonce, Usher, yeah, they like, are pop, but they, they not pop for real. The in between, yeah, and, you know. So that's how that kind of you know, of course, making the band things came on and stuff. But I think the two thousand, it was a hot. It was like a heavy time where pop started, yeah, taking over like in that wave. And yeah. like I like Danny DeCane, you know, I like and you know the stacking of the vocals. It was all so like, you watched. When Danny <clears throat> Kane was formed in Day mm-hmm. 26 and all that, mm-hmm. yo, I was watching it too. I ain't gonna lie. I yeah, was yeah, amazed. Yeah. That's when I was like, I ain't gonna say what I'm thinking. <laughs> but that's when I knew I wanted to do something else. Lord, mm-hmm. I'm gonna hit the table. Yeah, See, that's yeah. God. I'm sorry, Lord. <laughs> hey, but that's when I that's when I knew, like, watching that stuff. Mm-hmm. Cause like I said, where we from is church and quartet. So when you see making his band or making the band, when you see Danny D. Kane, you see Day 26, it's like, oh whoa. Yeah, it's a whole nother stuff. Cause it's like, man, I wanna do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love, you know, I'm a visual, like, I used to watch, like, Jurassic Park. I love, like, Access, um, it was Access Granted. Um, yeah. Was it MTVBT? Yeah, yeah. Behind the music, like, all those things. So, all those things. That showed the behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And I'm always looking at, even now, like, the lighting, the way they shot this and all those things. So, I feel like, which is a deeper story, and I'm going to share this a little bit, but um, I had, like, a, a pastor, like, prophesize, like, pretty much everything that is coming to 
past, you know, yeah. so that's why I stayed so adamant and on track with it because it was hard. You know, like I said, there was no outlet to really do R&B in the area, and I kind of felt like I was kind of getting left behind because people are doing things. You know, people are getting more well-known and stuff, but um, <clears throat> pretty much you were just saying, like, the reason that God made it difficult and it took so long to develop because you think about it, I'm really kind of developing myself in a small fish pond, you know, and stuff. So now the things I can offer, I can shoot my own music videos, you know, I can write my lyrics, like I can produce, you know, I'm learning how to play. So pretty much all the things that you have to outreach, I have all sorts of ones. Listen, that's a, that's a benefit within itself. Like there's not, there are some, but there are not a lot of artists that have the entire vision Mm -hmm. for their for whatever their sound is or whatever their visuals are, were you always into everything else, like the visuals and the mm-hmm. modeling? Like, was that all happening at the same time? Mm, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, our house is just like, oh, we were just creatives, yeah. you know, and stuff. So, like, even if I was hanging around you, I'd give you a camera, like, look, I need you to shoot this for me. Because yeah. sometimes, you know, you um in front of the camera, I can't shoot, and my good friend Jock, you know, Shout out Jock, gang, gang, gang. Yeah, she so in that's the my buddy when I need some things done. And even some of my other friends, like, I can kind of direct from behind, like when I can't yeah. do it. And my sister is super, super amazing. Like she got into photography, videography, graphics and stuff. So, yeah. you know, we all just like, even when Jay needs some stuff, I love, we're getting older now, so it's hard to get us all together. I'm like, y'all, we could be so powerful together, like Jack yeah. Fire. But, um, you know, we come together for each other's projects. Like, you know, Jay helped me. My sister helped me. Um, when they need something, we shoot the video for Jay content and stuff. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. One of them videos, <clears throat> I think he did a cover for his birthday. That junk was the blue. God, yeah. so mighty. <laughs> that junk was smacking. Yeah, he need to get back on. I'll be on him, so I know he busy, but yeah. Yo, I just mm-hmm. talked to him the other day about his computer. Pray for him. Yeah, he, he yeah we had a talk. I understand <laughs> the pain. You know, you lose some stuff. I don't know if you ever been recording something and the whole thing is crashed. Oh, like, yes. Oh, yes. I've had, a whole, I've had a whole hard job just say, I'm not coming back on again, ever. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. My life's work was on that, that thing. And, you know, and I'm glad that he realized, you know, same thing with us. You know, like, if you're the creator, it's never mm-hmm. going to go away. That's true. You know, and stuff. So, it, you know, it's, it hurts, you know, but yeah. it's it's still going to be there because God gave you the gift. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. so I want you to talk to me about how you were introduced to like photography and videography. Where did that come from? Um, so I guess I really started to go to school for digital art and animation, but I was so like intrigued by the matrix. You know, I would always look at the VHS things and record it, you know, rewind, well, fast forward it to the end yeah. to watch all of those in the matrix and stuff. So anything with production, like super, super early, like whenever those movies and stuff came out, anything that had special effects and shots and stuff. So I just studied it. I um, went to college for a little bit for that. And um, I always had pictures and it was so crazy. I was looking at like an old picture of me and my brother Ty and I might've been like seven. I had like an old little Ninja Turtle. I don't know if you remember the little rectangle cameras that used to take <laughs> and stuff and it used to print a little sticker of the cartoon or whoever you had. So I always had it, but as I got older, I could afford more, you know, yeah. and stuff. So that's how it kind of So came. then it just developed from there. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So what about this whole like concert concert thing? Because it's, it's a lot to unpack with how you see things. Mm-hmm. It's, cr- it's fascinating mm-hmm. that you care about so much. Yeah, yeah. So has that always been like 
an instinctive thing for you to be aware of everything? Yeah, it is because one of the biggest things I say, it might have taken as long, even with some things, but my quality, I want to always be stronger than the quantity. You know? Yeah. And so I always say when you Google, sometimes I look at old content, like, you know, with Rihanna's Mighty, I just want everything that I have and that I touch to be of quality. Yes. You know, and stuff. So even um when I developed uh, the album and stuff, um, I did visuals for it, which I'm working more so on the music videos soon now. But yeah. we went to New York, and stuff and I knew like I, I wanted even the live arrangements and stuff like I said I'd be watching those Beyonce's yes. and you know, oh them, them live arrangements yeah it's, it's crazy and I think this tour she <laughs> on now is smacking the mm-hmm. most yep yep <laughs> yep and all those so like I said I knew the sound I wanted I just had to find people to yeah. help produce what I needed so I found like an amazing guy um, by the name of Deron I saw him on YouTube and he was just like smashing killing the drums yeah. and I'm gonna show you some of the content um, but he just killed it and I was like please be in America you know yeah, so yes could they be they'll yeah, be in another yeah, so country was, on you yeah he was actually Facts. in um, New York and stuff I found him um, sent him songs they did the arrangements and stuff I already knew my like by studying you know when I was younger watching those videos and one of my friends was saying you know like football teams and stuff I was more track pro track and stuff so yeah. I didn't know about football but he was like you know they study plays and yeah. stuff and things and he, he was like that's what you're doing I didn't realize it yeah that's what that's, that's, that's what I'm trying to say mm-hmm your like your study game is crazy. It's <laughs> like it's insane. <laughs> like I'm blown away, bro. Because most artists have no vision and only complaints. Mm. That's the thing. Like most people come to you have no clue what they want to do, and then when you start working, they tell you everything that's wrong with it. Uh, Look at here yeah. now, dad, don't it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hearing some of the horror stories so yeah so the fact that you could go to your producers like this is how I wanted to look the photographers this is how I wanted to be and then they just be like alright cool yeah yeah and it's so crazy I guess I'm so used to it um, you know some people are like oh wow you know I'm like, I thought everybody no you know. no 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 <laughs> nobody nobody nowhere yeah. <laughs> no yeah. that is not that's not that's not normal. Yeah, that's not normal. I, but, hey, I'm I'm grateful, but um, yeah, like even down to like the lighting, I did like a whole light. I need this this set blue when we do this. I need to turn red. You know, I need all the things, the visuals, the you know. And I got an amazing choreographer, um, Tasha Labelle. She's okay. from um Raleigh. Okay, she helped me put together the choreography. You know, because I always loved like the whole aesthetic of the artist, the singer, the dancer, the entertainer. Yeah, stuff. So man. I just felt like that's what I was saying. Starting out, I didn't have like a place. Yeah. <laughs> you know so it came together and it's, it's a super super amazing story and that's why I said like the whole time I knew it was for me but you know sometimes it took forever for people to see the vision or what I saw because you know it's in your head only you and God see it Yeah, you know and I used to tell myself you know people don't quite get it you know oh that's cute but you can do a 9 to 5 you know even yeah. I love my parents you know and it's nothing against them but you know they were just thinking you know go to college do these yeah, things yeah yeah that's safe be yeah. safe be safe and <clears throat> yeah. secure yeah and, they and that's support. what your parents they don't want you to flop hey let's talk about that for a minute <laughs> most of the time your parents just don't want you to fail that part. and they only know a certain thing that's successful mm-hmm. they were raised where this is successful so mm-hmm. do that Right. They don't know that there are other success paths. <clears throat> right. So. And that's one of the heaviest things I'm pushing now just as a creative. Like, you can be just successful. Not telling kids not to go to college, but, you know, it's, it's different I'm paths. telling them not to. <laughs> that is a bill for a job you ain't going to get. Hey, you know, if that's that's the path that you got. Jesus! <laughs> Jesus! Bro, bro, like, check this out. To go to college, pay 100000 150000 Get out of college, 
to go work at McDonald's to pay that loan off. Kato, mm-hmm. my yeah. no. Yes, yes, Brody. Yeah, it's so many, and I love. I don't know if it's a new wave of black people like entrepreneurs. Yes. I don't remember it being like that. I remember the Chinese people, you know, the white <laughs> folk. You know, they had all the business and the family things. Yeah. But now that's one of the biggest things I'm pushing for. And you know, of course, when I have my kids, anybody can help. Like you can do it. You know, you don't have to work under a person. Like, and it's so freeing because I worked at um, Bridgestone for like 11 years. Okay, and stuff. So, trying to maintain artist life, photography life, video- videography, swing shift, 12 hours for like crazy, crazy. So back to Beyonce. You know, the documentaries. I was like, how can somebody so amazing that has their hands in all these pots still maintain sanity? You yeah. know, and stuff. And even my friend Josh, she was like, you have to slow down. And I just felt like if I'm not working. And I'm not, you know, sometimes you just feel like you're not doing enough. Yeah. And stuff. And I used to just beat myself up. And it's kind of like a perfectionist thing, but I try to dial back, you know. So yeah. anyway, I use my savings, everything, you know, and I just prayed and I took a big leap and I've been just entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur just full time for two going on three years wow. and stuff. And I didn't realize, I'm like, wow, I really. You did, did it. it. Yeah. You I would have, if you would have told me what I'm doing now, like some years ago, I would have thought you were lying. So what made you get to the place where you knew, I mean, not say, of course you don't know that mm-hmm. it's safe, but what gave you the courage to be like, okay, I feel like I can do it now. Jesus. <laughs> it was God. It was, it was, that's the only thing that it was like, yeah. for real. it just took like, it, it taught me so, so much faith and patience and things, you know, and I just really, really, one of the things now where I feel like I'm just on cruise control and they be like, I think as I got older, they be like, Jesus, take the wheel. It's, it's a song and it's things, yeah. but you've earned, you really learned the meaning of it. I'm really just running by autopilot yeah. on GPS with God. You yeah, know? man. And like the paths and the things are just being laid out like that don't make sense. And, it, you know, you have to realize, and I always say the best way to hear from God is to take things for what they are. So, you know, if you see something small, I'm like, God, you know, yeah. and I feel like that opens your ear more to it. Because, you know, sometimes we're looking for big signs, big things, and sometimes God is like, right here. You know, Jeez. see God in the little things. Mm-hmm. That's heavy. Yeah. And so that's because <laughs> we don't. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Give me a sec. Yeah. <laughs> you hit me. Yeah. Because we look for these big astronomical signs. <clears throat> and sometimes it is your bill was able to be paid without you stressing about Come it. Come on, now. Okay. Mm hmm. Now, mm. so now we got 30, 30 more days we can work. Yes, let's let's count it a blessing. Yes, that part. God did. Yes, that part. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, and that's like ever since then, that's just what I've been on. And like I said, the pastor prophesied and I just stayed faithful and true. I'm like, now all these things starting to line up. Yeah. Like he was like, I see y'all in DC doing freelance. Didn't even know I would be doing this full time. You know, some things with LA and things is happening and just like unfolding. So I'm like, if I'm already at 67%, I got to stay faithful, you know? Yeah, and, man. And just, 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 you know, like I say, what does it take some time just to push, just have that faith. And so that's what I've really been on. And quick little story, like for the New York thing, it was huge, like huge project. Like I'm like, Lord, all these Beyonce documentaries, please count, you yeah. know, stuff. So, um, <clears throat> Amazing friend, like best friend, sister, manager, Lamonique Hamilton. Okay. Um, she is like like a beast. Like I always call her like my other Olivia Pope. Like you yeah. need things like on the back production end, like the finances and building sponsorships. Like she was like, I took a lot of my fundings right at the end of work and just put it all into what I believed in and stuff. Yeah. But still, you know, you need sponsorships, you need people that support and stuff. So um it was hard, but it, it came to pass. But um the night before, this is like one of the little moments of God. Yeah. The night before I had like it was probably like a team of twenty 
many people like dancers. Um, I was flying them out. I was covering their hotels and stuff. And I think it's so important just with my personality and things like I see just outside experiences, always make sure you give people a great experience with yourself because your name will carry you far. You know, even like it's something from this point now to where I am, I just always want a good reputation, you know, how to treat people. So um, I covered, you know, the production, um, the, the flights and the things. And we had the background singers. We did rehearsals, like full on virtual show. And it was right around the end of the pandemic. So, you know, it's virtual and, you know, um, to record it. So, the night before, we had everything strategically put out, you know, but it's always going to be a bump in the road. So <clears throat> it was a chunk of money. It's not a lot, but it was very hindering, meaning like we would fly out 20 people, some of the people still in New York, but it's, it's a good amount to people probably would never talk to me again. I know the rule forever yeah. that we would fly out and be stuck at the airport, wow. you know, until I was there for three days, until three days, like it's what am I going to do? You know? Yeah. And like all the, you have all the analytics and all the things, some, some just happens, you know? So yeah. when I tell you, when I read those Bible stories about knowing all them, I yeah. learned the faith that it takes yeah. because think about it. So I could just cancel it, you know, but I don't work for like, I quit my job. I, we were in rehearsals for like half a year. All these people are dependent because they took time off of work and all these things and stuff. And it's about to be ruined, you know? So, I prayed on it at night. I was just scrapping, looking for the money, and it was a good amount, you know. And I was, I was looking for it like unrealistically. Everything being unrealistic, it would you would just say scrap it. Yeah. It's a smart thing to do because you don't want to fly that many people out and we're stuck. Yeah. So it was like three o'clock in the morning. We were all going like everybody sleep now, getting ready to leave the next day at like eight a.m. Packing up at seven thirty, heading to heading to the airport. So if I need to send out a notification or something it needs to be before 12 but anyway i just kept praying kept praying like panic praying <laughs> like you know yeah. like just tearing like just walking and stuff and um one of the small things from god like something just told me just to calm down just sit down for a minute it was like three four in the morning <clears throat> i didn't think i was getting no sleep so i sat down and i always tell god like this is not for me <laughs> i don't want to step on anybody to hurt anybody to get to it i don't want it that bad but if it's not for me i would not do it you know what i mean and it's okay like because i said going on autopilot God GPS, so I'm just following what you say. But if you want to detour, cancel it, I'm good. I won't question it or whatever. And that's just building that faith. So I had stopped and I was like, Lord, just send me a sign. And I remember it sounds crazy and I screenshot it, but I'm telling you the small thing. So I opened up my Instagram. You know how it just refreshes, goes to something random. I cannot give me goosebumps. <laughs> but um, I looked at it and I can't remember what it says and it makes me emotional, but it's like literally it was a random quote and it says, I can't remember specifically, I'll send it to you, but it was the same. Pretty much if you're wearing it right now, just trust me. Mm. random quotes random things just trust and keep pushing through yeah. I start crying I'm like that ain't what I want to hear that ain't what I like it's so much easier to quit you yeah. know but I, I kept I, I was like okay I'm not gonna cancel it I don't know what's gonna happen I appreciate my friends that stuck with me because they knew what was going on they were like hey we gonna ride like what happened what happens you know and so I think an hour before we were supposed to meet at the airport and money came through randomly that mm. one from the chatty <laughs> studio all two pieces <laughs> And it's just, you know, and it just goes to show that's nothing but God, you know, so, so when he puts callings in on your life, you know, and things for your life, just trust it, you know, and stuff. So all of that being said, trying to pick back up. Like, you good, boy. Yeah, you better. <laughs> we finna have to hit the train <laughs> truck in a second. <laughs> yeah, Turn but, the um, phone. But yeah, like things are just being falling and coming into play like that. So that's why I'm just focusing, you know, and just working. I'm not competing with anybody. I'm just in my own lane. I'm yes, supportive. Sir. I love to see everybody do well, you know, and stuff like that. So that's a quick little story in the sight of that's, God. That's, that's a good story to tell because, 
like your tenacity is scary. The fact that you didn't give up on an album that took four years, <laughs> four years, man, God, <laughs> that's somebody whole like yes, like so from day one, did you already have the concept and everything for the album? It kind of came, you know, because I was trying to think of what to talk about and going back to, you know, the old school, um, my writing style. Like, I don't, I like my little vulgar music and stuff like the Chris Brown and stuff or whatever, but I don't want to create it. Cause like I said, you know, it's from the, I still got church background, you yeah. know, and it's not like, oh, because of them, it's just me, you know, now you can, you know, I like to entertain and do my little strip teeth for the ladies yeah. and stuff like that, but, um, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's just in the delivery and stuff. And I just love, like, you remember next, like real close, yes. you know, you don't know what they singing about and it's okay to play with your grandma and your kids, even though it's mature content, but yes. it's okay you know, to hear yes. and stuff. And I feel like that gives you a bigger audience too. You know what I mean? So if you listen to the lyrics and some of the songs, they saying some stuff, you know, but <laughs> it's, I mean, I, and I feel like that challenged you, you know, as yeah. a writer, you know, so find a way to say something without saying, I'm going to bust it. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to say it to yeah, say it. Yeah. Yeah. Now I listen to it, but I don't want to create it. But. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. So, yeah. So, <laughs> Yo, we. So that's one of the things that I, I, I love about the 90s nostalgia that I, I try yeah. to bring to Yeah, so once you got ready to start working on the album, you already know that's the lane you wanted to go in. Yeah, and I remember, um, I can't remember the guy. It was uh one of the guys, you know, people play for Prince and the band, and I was just like absorbing during the early days, like just learning and stuff. And I told him what I want to do. I want to do pop. I want to do R&B. He was like, you can't do both. You have to pick one, you know, and I'm thinking, somebody with Prince, they know, you know, but I'm like, it's in me, you know, I don't want to just be boxing. That's one of the things why I didn't box myself in with just a pure R&B album, which I kind of thought about. I said, I just don't want to be boxing. You know, black man, yes. you do R&B. Yeah, yeah, that's what you're you supposed know. to do. That's what yeah. you're to. If you're a black man, you're supposed to sing R&B if you're not singing gospel. Yeah, you know, and I feel like it's in reverse, you know, some of the um, white artists, you know, like Sam Smith and Adele, they kind of get the crossover to us, but whenever we try to step out of the box, it's just not accepted, you know. That's a whole nother conversation. This is where I'm at in the middle, you know. So it kind of shows, you know, my versatility. You know, you put me on a pop track, and even like I I like playing with sounds, like my song Yolo. I like trap, you know. I like pop, and I remember my brother. Um, we were producing it and stuff, and I was like, "Put, I need a trap beat to go into this this bridge." And he was like, "That's gonna kind of take person." I'm like, "Trust me, it's not gonna take him out of it, you know, and stuff." And like I said, this brother's like, he trusts me. I trust him, and that's the thing I appreciate. And I don't really, Jay play, he played like some crazy bass on, I think Cuddle Up and YOLO and stuff. Okay. Like, I didn't get the part where he had to keep playing and get sound good the first time, you know, but I guess it's a musician thing where you played it 10 times, it sounded the same, <laughs> you know, but I trust you. You know, same thing with vocals, me and my sister, um, and I seen you do it. That's why I love, like, you have yeah. an amazing thing, like, this, Thank is, you, this is so amazing, but you get it, like, the little breaths, vibrato, something can be so different in vocals, and I do so many takes, yeah. and I let Jay and Ty hear it sound the same to me, and I'm like, it ain't, you know. <laughs> it ain't. So, um, yeah. you know the delivery, and I, I yes. love. That's why I said I'm, I'm doing yeah. something around the house, and I watch your videos. Yeah, and stuff, so. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. I get it. You yeah, know, absolutely. You do different takes, saying the same line, but it's different. <laughs> yeah. You know, so yeah. I appreciate that you get it. You know, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. So I don't want to. I don't want to get off the four years yet because oh, yeah. there's some artists out here that um are discouraged because they're in the middle where they have to change producers or whether they go through a crisis that makes it slow down or whether they have an issue that messes up their money. Like mm-hmm. you're here to show like, nah, I keep going though. For the long run, <laughs> like, yeah. 
long as the quality, like it, if it pays off, it's gonna pay off. You know what I mean? If you put your time and your investment, and you really, really stay true to it. And it to me, it's like you know how we cook, like people you season your food and stuff. You just know when it's right. I just have an ear <clears throat> for production. I'm like, it's good, you know. Or it'd be some things I probably still be working on it. And because I'm like, I'm super, super on. They be like, look, let the song go. You know? Yeah, I'm like, that's a, that's a whole another point. Like yeah, sometimes like, it's like, all right, because at the end of the day, like. As creatives, if we are pure and honest and authentic with what we give the people, that's what they want. Like, they mm-hmm. want the authenticity more than they want us to obsess over our craft. Right, right. Half the stuff they don't even know. That part. Well, I'll be in there mixing, putting them flip this over to this. Mm-hmm. They didn't even hear it. They didn't even hear that. That part. Took me two days to figure out how to put that <laughs> reverb on there. What you mean you ain't hear it? They like, that part. Hey. I had it, it sets you free because, you know, you'd be killing. I Like, one of my friends told me, and sometimes, we, you know, my brothers and my sister, we talk, like, we just realized, and I, I get on them too because they're the same way. Like, my sister has an amazing song. I want to play it for her, but I'm not going to play it. But <laughs> I, I want her to put it out. Her is about to be getting some age on it too. But I'm like, girl, put the song out. People do not care. You know, yes. like, it just sounds so good. I'm so excited for it to come out. But, you know, we stick on things and people don't even realize because, you know, sometimes I guess like our aesthetic and bar for ourselves is up here, but a standard consumer just wants some. I have a question. Mm-hmm. I have a question for you because let me see. Should I ask a question or should I make a statement for me? And then you tell me if you agree or mm-hmm. disagree or if you have a similar experience. When I'm like that, I'm going to tell you all the truth. When I do that, it's to compensate for insecurity. I'm going to be able to relate. Bro, listen to me. Mm -hmm. When I over-obsess over perfection, it is to cover up an insecurity. Every time I do it, I'm like, yo, man, this got to be this, this got to. No, you really need to chill out and know that you're good enough. And you do not have to use obsessing. The art is not all of who you are. Mm -hmm. So the perfection of the art Using the art to show people who you are inside is not good. And that's what I'll do. It's like, I don't want people to know that I'm insecure. Mm -hmm. So I have to present to them my best air quotes like a mug because it's like, if you give it all you got and there's nothing left to give, that's your best. Right, right. I never thought about it that way. I think I'd be doing the same. Listen, thing. I'm so insecure. Like, like I'll give you an example. Mixing, for instance. Mm-hmm. Man, I didn't want to mix no records. I'm like, man, I listen to this. Same as you. I listen to this on the radio. I hear this. That junk smacking. My snare don't sound like that. I'm mm-hmm. not like. And then my wife be like, trust me, man. Trust me. Just do it. And I'm like, but I don't think it don't sound like that. And it's like, and it's like, at the end of the day, man, you are scared. Mm-hmm. And you are comparing your... Here's the other thing that I had to understand. I'm in the crib with a 2012 MacBook Pro. And I'm stressing 
over my mix not sounding like a $10,000, dollars $50,000, $100,000 mix. Boy, chill out. You don't never put chill. it out. You don't let chill it go. out. It's like, it's like, when I listen to these songs, I'm like, man, this guy mixed it and he probably had this gear. You ain't got mm-hmm. none of that. And the fact that your stuff sounds this good without any of that, that part. just keep pushing. Yeah, it's that development. And you listen, don't realize it, yes, and then yeah. let me tell you what happened. So we ended up doing our AP and I mixed it and mastered it myself. Terrified. People calling me, yo, man, that mix so clean. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, what you mean? Yes. It's like, yo, the, the vocals clean. I can hear all the instruments. And I'm like, yeah, if y'all it, only understand. <laughs> yo. But now I get to the point where it's like, you know what, man? People who gonna rock with us gonna rock with us. That part. Now, to your point. Don't be trash. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's... Get good friends. <laughs> friends will tell you if you got good ones. Like, yeah. You can't You can't just be whack. Yeah. But there is a certain point when it comes to our art where we just have to let it go. Right. Because we be like, yeah. nah, yeah, I got to just fix this. This ain't no that more part. fixing left. Ain't no more fixing. <clears throat> ain't no more fixing. And it's like, for me personally, I started to understand this like, I'm insecure about what I do. As sure as I am that I'm capable, I still feel like my success is connected to how good I am today, mm-hmm. not how much I progress every day. Right, that part. Jeez. That part. I'm a, I'm a, so I, me and my friends have this thing I call teen normal. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to break this down, but it helps me. Okay. You know, and... I, same thing. So <clears throat> I feel like you have your naturally talented people. Not saying either is less or greater, but I always use, for example, Whitney. Yes. Whitney came out the womb singing. Yeah, just d- like ridiculous. You know, even though her mom trained her, but it was just there. Like she can just flat out, come on, baby, come out here and say, yes. you know, but back to Beyonce. You know, but yes. um, you have the artist that's just as amazing, but the development, they had to grow, you know, yes. but I feel like Team Normal, we have to work on our gift and just grind and grind and develop it and grow and sometimes i don't know if you know sometimes people that are just like super super just natural talent they be lazy you know because they're entitled <clears throat> extremely oh we about to talk about <laughs> it people who are naturally extremely good at what they do they feel like they're owed something because of how good they are and then the person who is not as good as them Always pass them. Mm. They always pass them. They be like, yeah, like the work (laughs) ethic, all of that stuff is going to be times 10 in the drive and it's going to get you there, you know, and you look at the progression, like I said, from Beyonce, from being a kid, like she's not that person off the gate. Like, but no, like, let me tell you what's crazy. Like, and I thought about that the other day. I'm like, like Beyonce is like one of the greatest artists of our time. Mm hmm. And I listened to some of those Destiny's Child albums. And in the beginning, she wasn't even the best singer of them mm-hmm. all. She mm-hmm. wasn't. And I didn't realize that till I went back. I'm like, <clears throat> but yo, if you don't let off the gas, though, mm-hmm. eventually it's a wrap. Because what happens is, like you said, it's like that incremental growth. Like, think about it. Incremental growth from... In a 24-hour window, it's really small. Mm-hmm. But in a 10-year window, you whooping them. Mm-hmm. You whooping everybody. It's like, it's like, okay, I'm here now, but catch me in five years. If you have 
the tenacity to think about it in that way. Okay, that's cool. My junk. Okay, catch me, catch me in seven mm-hmm. years. It's like people who think like that are dangerous. It is. It is even now. Like you know, some of the things I'm like, I could do this better, but it's not like just saying you can do it better. But I work on it, you know. And like you said, I, did, I guess it is an insecurity thing, you know, because sometimes I was thinking of my songs. I like these songs, but I don't think I'm singing them. You know, it's all about the runs and the riffs where we are. That's what everybody reacts to. And I can take it there, but I don't want to, you know, so should I do that to prove No, no. The yes is no, 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 no. No, you should not. No, you shouldn't. But it is easy to feel like you're not good enough if you don't do that. Mm-hmm. Because the bar is set that that's what's good, mm-hmm. especially in church. Yes, yes. if you're not squalling yeah. or running, mm-hmm. you can't sing. Yeah, that's not true. Yeah, and I love like even though Brandy can kill crazy, but one of the things that helped me tone tone. I love Tamia. Um, Bright Midnight, even though you can go there, but the tone, you can just flat out sing a song. This is pure. Just sing the melody <clears throat> with a good tone mm-hmm. and you you got me. Yeah. Because it's like, people want to hear the message. I mean, the runes are amazing. If mm-hmm. you can execute them, it yeah. is amazing. I ain't going to act like it ain't good. Mm-hmm. But it's not, you can't say people that don't do that aren't good. You just, they just don't do that. Mm-hmm. It's just like drummers that don't chop don't mean they not good. All right. Because it's like, when you listen to a, the biggest records in the world ain't nobody riffing or running or chopping. Mm-mm. The biggest records in the world, people is singing the melodies. Mm-hmm. The message is on point. The production is solid, and ain't nothing od. Right. And it's, it's, I heard this. Um, it was on an interview or podcast, and it was a producer that was talking about like the sound, you know, the yeah. sonics and stuff. And they were saying one of the reasons some of those simple songs go so big and global because everybody can sing it. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love like, me some jazz and something though. You but know, it's but... because it, to your point, to to a con, to the average consumer, it is intimidating <clears throat> to try to comprehend the way we do stuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's like, listen, like you singing so good that I ain't even finna try to <laughs> sing along to it, so I'm a skip. <laughs> Jock back there did the skip with me. I'ma just skip. And then it's like the sing-along song. It's like, like as people be talking about like Mary J, and it's like, yeah. But you can say, listen, you you hear that you can sing along with her and you hear that pain. Yeah. We win it. Yes. Yes, the delivery and the tone sometimes. Yes. So yeah, I love like Tamia. I love me Tamia. Yeah. I don't know if you ever like take deep dives into Tamia, but she's just uh, I feel like she's so underrated. Yes. You know what I mean? And stuff. And she's got the purest voice. And you know, I said. And it's always like salt or sugar or sprinkles, like just decorate it, you know, yeah. with a little run or something here, like just to make it a little color to it. But that's my approach, you know. Yes. So. And I just love, like, it took forever to find my sound. So now another thing I was like kind of pre-thinking when I start doing these things, when I get my identity, I want to be able to perform it. So I didn't want like slow R&B songs where I had to stand at the mic, you know, and <laughs> stuff. So I'm already yeah. thinking like. Let me get the energy and stuff. So my next album, this how I hate I am, me slow down. But there's <laughs> some things I want to play with, you know, sonically, and then go to certain places more vocally and stuff. And I always rate songs like one through ten yeah. vocal skill. Not saying that one is worse than the other, but like you use Mariah Carey or Whitney, every song is ten, like vocally yeah. demanding. I was like, I don't want to be struggling. Yeah. You know, you start doing tours and things back yeah. to back. It's hard to deliver. Like the human body, I always like look at little vocal analysis and things like. 
being on tour for like four months, five months, and people have to sing, you know, Whitney was just doing what she was doing in Mariah and Celine. Those some tough songs, you know, yes. and vocal cords, you know, those things. Like, so side story, Um, last year I lost my voice. And I was like, Lord, not this. <laughs> like, Whoa. take my something else, not this. <laughs> Take my pinky finger, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> so um, take my pinky, Lord. I can do. I can yeah, go without that. Album wrapping up, and I'm like, gosh, you know, and stuff like completely gone. Like from what I'm talking now, anything just like air and stuff. So what I found, I had like silent reflux mm. and stuff. So it was doing this. Uh, I had no symptoms, but it literally was just eating up my vocal cords, like the acid and stuff. So I had to like quit drinking. I wasn't like a heavier drinker, but social, you know. But I quit yeah. that. They gave me some stuff to neutralize, you know, that and. Just got it back like maybe two months ago. So, but thank whoa. you, Lord. Jeez. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, so whoa. that it scared me. So yeah, yeah that that's scary. Cause I'm you, like, I'm you, like you banking on your voice at this one. Yeah, it's I'm like, like nah, I'm gonna be can't... one of them. Like he can't sing for real. Like I saw the track. So <laughs> that's just that's in the stems. Yeah. That's the stems. Yeah. He looks. Oh like, Lord, not sick. this. <laughs> turn turn the track up in the house. <laughs> But God is good. Yo, that's great. Oh my God. People really be doing that, though. Yeah, yeah. New tracks be hot in the house, boy. Yeah. They be lip singing like a bug. Yeah. So that's one of the things, you know, like the people that I, I love, like live vocals. Yeah. You know, deliver that. So mm-hmm. the next thing I want to talk about is like the <clears throat> whole entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. How did you know you were an entrepreneur, bro? Um, I really don't know. Like I said, I just took that leap. You know, I knew people were doing it and I always studied my stuff, you know, so I knew people had photographers and even Jock kind of helped me when I wanted to take it more serious to start yeah. working. She was like already kind of doing gigs Absolutely. and stuff. So I was like, what do I need? How do I need to set this up and stuff, you know? And um, of course, your price starts low. You know, you start yeah. doing things, but as you get better better and develop and stuff, the price, price goes up, you know? Yeah. And I was seeing other people that do it. You know, now you have social media, so you can just like, Look at tutorial. I always say YouTube is free college. Yes, you know. facts. Yeah. Facts. Yeah, so just finding out, hey, I can do this, you know, kind of sticking my toe in the water while I was working at Firestone. I would just kind of work on swing shift when I'm off on the weekends, weddings. Rashad, we got to pause. Mm-hmm. We got to go back. When you're first starting out, don't quit your job right away. <laughs> oh, no. If that, the look, fact that you positioned yeah. yourself to get started and learn the game while still having that security. Mm-hmm. So... That is very wise. Yeah. I'm like, now some people got a story in their car. Like, that ain't me. That ain't for me. But <laughs> another way, Lord. Like, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I, I love, I, like, I need a little security, you know, and stuff like, you know, and like I said, I was practicing, doing a little here, like, same thing with the album. I was in the studio at some nights. Like, some nights I just work Red Bull and go to work, you know, doing tracks, writing. Did production. you get, did you ever get to a place where you burn out? Mm-hmm. My friend right there told me to slow down. That's when she told you. You literally, I didn't know you literally can get sick from overworking yourself. Like, my body just, I was like, oh, (laughs) something wrong, you know? So (laughs) So you didn't even know. Just one day you were like, wait a minute. Something ain't working. You know, but I I just exhausted myself, you know, and stuff, so... That's what it was. And that's when you quit? Once you started burning out, that's when you quit? Uh, Or you just slowed down? I balance, you know? So how did you balance? What what was your... For the people watching and listening, what was your schedule before... And then what was your schedule after? Like, give us a good 
72 hours before you slow down. Yeah. Uh, let's see. If I'm on midnight shift or whatever, I'm working 12 a.m. and I'm getting off like, you know, 12 hours from there and stuff. And then I'm staying up. I'm going to a shoot. And from work? Mm-hmm. Okay. Going to a shoot, grab a red bull from that shoot. I'm writing some music. I'm working on just like, you know, your creative moment. You just say computer this. I want to make a song like this. I can hear it in my head and I'll be voice memo and stuff like that. And I got like two hours to go to sleep before I go back to work. And then you do it again in the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you would do that like multiple days in a week. Yep. Yep. Until your body was like, and then part, you know, of course, partying a little bit, so, going to the club doing your social like, thing, yeah, you, you your social life, you know, and that too. And sometimes like, I leave from the from the parties, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I leave like look, y'all just shut down like at my house. I'm like, y'all shut down when y'all y'all done. So like, you would host the party and then mm-hmm. go to sleep because you got to go to work. Or you would leave work. and go straight to work. Mm-hmm. Yo, that's a witness, <laughs> a, a true born witness. <laughs> yeah, so um. When I, you know, I got kind of sick or whatever. It wasn't bad, but my body was just responding yes. because I was not resting, you know. And she was like, you need to slow down, like start taking a break. And it sound bad. And I was like, I'm not doing enough because I need to be here, need to be there. But then I listened and I just started taking breaks. Some days I would just stay home, don't work on anything. If it comes organically, something chill, but I just would not push. So I just had That's some days cool. I'm just off. I'm just laying in bed. Relaxing. Once you did that. Did you ever feel like, yo, man, I'm unproductive? Not, not because I learned to balance. God, yeah, and I actually became more productive in that way. <laughs> Jock, yeah. like, really? Did you now? <laughs> what? Yeah. What? How did slowing down make you more productive? I, we got My, to help the people mentally. I don't know what's going on over there, but you know, mentally, like you can burn out mentally. It just allowed me to think I wasn't coming to like you know writer's block sometimes, yes. like. Production, I just had way more songs in my head. Like, and I stayed, I used to work in a warehouse, so Fort Lift. <clears throat> I'd ride down to like all the way in the back and I'd be singing something, voice memo, and I'll send it to my brother Jay. I was like, I need to yeah. work on this, you know, but it just like kind of almost, if you think about like a flow like water, I don't know if you consider like a dam or something or something was blocking it because I was trying to overproduce it yeah. and stuff. But when I opened it up, it just flowed. Wow, yeah. that's a good point. Some, oh. That's good. We have to slow down because you mm-hmm. you can. <laughs> the idea that less is more. Mm-hmm. Like we hear the cliche, less is more. But listen to what he's saying. Going, 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 going. The day's going to stay the same. The hour's going to stay the same. And it's <laughs> like you're not maximizing your creativity mm-hmm. because you're bombarding yourself. Yeah. And it's like, so you are, you're actually more... You're more active than you are productive. Mm-hmm. You moving, yeah. but you ain't like mm-hmm. progressing. You <clears throat> stretching yourself out. <laughs> like, it ain't going nowhere. Yeah. 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 Like, like running in, 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 in place. <laughs> like, like, it was my yeah. It ain't <laughs> going too far, but it's, it's, it feel like you're doing. Yeah. Cause your body going crazy. But yeah. in real life. Yeah. It won't, it won't. But like once I did that, I start scheduling days. Like these next two days, this is what I'm gonna work on here. I'm gonna take a break here. And I actually started seeing, you know, the progression of yes. of all of that. So that's how I started getting my album done, you know, and still getting rest. And then even with your vocals, you know, sometimes you go too hard. It's so funny because <laughs> me and my sister, um, Ronita, MJ, and uh, Ty, we have like, Pair, uh, 
opposite side sometimes with yeah. musician versus like vocalist. Yeah. So it's so funny. Something I'm I'm always I'm the oldest, so I just get it. You know, yeah. like even though I don't get it, I get it. I'm like, if you say, hey, I believe it. I lost my voice one time with my brother Ty, and I was doing something, you know, and that's the thing. I was like, man, you play the sax, you can just, brum, 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 just go like track, track one, track two, yeah. you know, as long as you got breath in your body, you know. Yeah. But me, if I kept going, you know, those takes, 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 yeah, my voice, I down. start feeling it. And um, one day I was working on something, he was like, you got your voice back yet? Like, well, I was like, no, Ty. He was like, when is it going to come back? I was like, it don't, it don't work, <laughs> it don't that work way. like that, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, just taking the time vocally, it helped me too, because sometimes I would want to do things and I just could not yeah. get up there because I'm tired. So Yes. Yeah. So now you've gotten to the point where <clears throat> you you ended up quitting your job. So now that's no longer a thing. Mm-mm. Do you still pace yourself even now? I do. Like, it, that taught me, like, an overall structure, but it was so free feel like I got out of prison, you know? Yeah. <laughs> because, um, like, now I have, like, a whole Monday through Friday was just anything I want to do. Yes. You know, so I mix my social time in a certain block and, look, a uh, physical planner yeah. <laughs> has helped me. I told my brother Jay to get one because his mind is all over the place, too, Listen doing a lot. Shout out to my boy Jay. <laughs> Track Shout him down out. if he can. Yeah, <laughs> I love that boy. <clears throat> So now, how do you have in that process? Did you have like any mental breakdowns? That's the one. That's the thing I wanted to ask about. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of praying, a lot of tears, and stuff. And like I said, just that whole thing when I learned like my faith was maximized, my patience was maximized. And you know, sometimes I remember time even like in between the album and the production that I was creating the virtual concert <clears throat> had a whole breakdown. Cause I was like, first of all. Sometimes it hurts me not getting the support that you feel like you should, you know, and stuff like I'm doing this. Not love my grandma, <laughs> yeah. but you know they just don't get it, you know. And I told my grandma working on an album, my album, you know, like to them it's like Luther Vandross got albums, but we normal people, you know. <laughs> yeah. And you know it's not that they don't support it; they just don't get it. We from they from Wilson. That's yeah. my grandmama from Wilson. Yeah. And so, so one of the things I told myself, I mean, I feel like maybe, you know, sometimes, you know, God talking with you and stuff like that. But I was like, if I ever quit, you know, it's like, you just be like, man, I'm, I'm done with this. Like, I'm, you know, whatever. And it's kind of, you feel like you're doing something to the people because like, yeah. well, I ain't going to do it. Well, you know, with God's vision, you see it and God sees it. But if you quit, the only other person that saw it was the devil and he won, you know. So whatever the things I'm going to show you that I saw, if I would have quit years ago, it would have never been. But I would have known, you know, and to me, that's hurting me more. You know, so that's what motivated me. And it was like something said, if you push it through, they'll see it. Yes, sir. Yeah, so. So before we go, I want you to speak to a person now, like you a year ago, mm-hmm. two years ago. <clears throat> what would you tell yourself? Um, Pretty much everything starts from the core. On the inside, like your soul, you really, really, it sounds cliche, but you have to listen to your soul. If you feel something, just like if it's a fish out of water and you know you're meant to swim, you tell everybody else, I need to go to this ocean. But no, like, we're good right here. If you know it's it's in it, pray on it. You know, so if you feel it, like, it sounds so simple, but just keep pushing. You know, like I said, like, when you push, you're bound to get better. You can do something, like, it's just scientifically. If you keep doing something, you're going to get better, you know, stuff like that. So even though you feel like I might not be the best dancer, I might not be the best singer, might not be the best songwriter, as long as you keep pushing through, pray on it, <laughs> you know, it, it'll come. It'll come to pass. And that's my biggest story. That's why I push to 
when I get to wherever God has me to get to, and the last thing the pastor told me, he was like, the reason is uh, the crushing, you know, and you think of a yes, diamond. It's so when you get to your place, like you have a testimony. Yes. And so that's what I, I hope, I hope this helps somebody, but yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm working on. What's the name of the album? 24-7. Let's go. Available on all platforms. Yeah. Yeah. Virtual concert coming this summer. Oh. Yeah. So. And music videos. That, that's where the money came in at the last minute. Mm-hmm. That's the same one that they're going to see mm-hmm. this summer. When y'all watch it, y'all need to know yeah. that he went through a lot to get that to yes, y'all. Yes, yes, yes. So that's soon. That's soon. Mm-hmm. All I got to do now, like, um, so another thing, like, studying production, um, I always check out, um, you know, venues, things, but I feel comfortable shooting my own stuff, me and my sister. Yeah. So I wanted to shoot it myself, so I shot it myself. Editing, still kind of editing, putting things together. You ain't, you ain't playing no games. <laughs> I appreciate it. Rashad McNeil. Thank you. Another episode of the RXS podcast. Yeah. Thank y'all for watching and thank yeah. y'all for listening. Peace. Yes, sir. Get closer, baby, right